This is the Afternoon Commune Podcast, a podcast about all things cozy and seasonal, a place for people to come together and share what makes their hearts sing. Welcome, friend. So, hey guys, how's it going? Episode four, I'm so excited. I almost did not have episode four for you guys because I was feeling super sick and fatigued. Um, I have Crohn's disease and I'm on a new infusion medication right now. So I've been dealing with the side effects of that and then my cycle. So it's just been like a whirlwind of of side effects and emotions and et cetera. And I actually had two planned podcast episodes to record to other people and I had to reschedule because I just was not feeling well and I'm still not feeling well. But luckily I have my dear husband here to fill in as a podcast guest because I have nothing to talk about really. So he's going to mainly do all the talking today. Um, But yeah, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. Hello, my name is Davon. I am Alyssa's husband. Um, I have been doing music probably since I was like seven, I want to say. That's when I got my first guitar at least. And I took a little break after playing for like maybe one or two years because I just didn't like taking classes. And then I think it was when I was 11, I heard a Mumford and Sons song called I Will Wait. And immediately I was like, I need to learn how to play this. And so I sat down and basically taught myself chords and stuff. And from there, I've just been practicing guitar. And this is what the podcast episode is about music because he's a musician. Sorry, forgot to mention that. (laughs) Today's episode is the coziness of music. Featuring Davon slash Wolf, because that's your music name. Tell your music name. So on platforms, I'm known as N.Wolf, which basically stands for Nosir Wolf, which used to be like my pen name for writing poetry and stuff. And what does Nosir mean? So Nosir is basically someone who stays up at night. So combined with Wolf, it's like a wolf who stays up at night. Oh, see, I did not know that. See, this whole time, this whole time he's had this name and I'm just like, yeah, cool. Go with it. It sounds cool. Not knowing how to pronounce it nor what it meant. But I was just like, you know, whatever. It could have been something real demonic and I would have known because it would have just been like, I'd go for it, dude. <laughs> OK, so this is what we do on the podcast or what I would hope to do when we have guests since you're my first guest. I can't really say like this is what we do because you're my first guest. But so you're going to be talking about what about music just makes you feel cozy inside? It just makes you feel like ah, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is the way to relax. It's the way that I just feel joy inside. And yeah, that's what you're going to be talking about today. Okay. So would you like to get into that a little bit? Sure. So music in general, I just really like... Hmm. I don't want to put this. So specifically when it comes to like working in music as well, I didn't want to just be that person who just listens to music because I feel like I have that much of a connection with it where that's not enough for me. I feel like I have to partake. And the reason for that is because music it affects my emotions in a certain way where like where people tell stories it feels like i'm watching a movie and i really like watching movies and i like watching the music as well um even like background music in movies it really changes how a movie feels and with that in mind my goal with coming into music was i want to add more of music in the world that makes people feel a certain way. Because if I can listen to music and it makes me feel a certain way, I wanna do that for someone else. And I feel like the more people creating music, the more there is to take from where people can have that same feeling. Sorry, we're sharing a microphone, so it's a bit... (laughs) 
I gotta like tap him or just grab the mic because um, I lost my microphone or using his microphone. But anyways, okay, so I had a question with what you were saying. Um, so you were talking about how you like movies and you feel like soundtracks kind of are what make the movie better or it enhances the movie basically. So what's your favorite soundtrack from a movie? Mm. So I'd have to I'd have to choose between two, but they're both Hans Zimmer because that's honestly one of my favorite composers when it comes to movie soundtracks. And it's not even the full soundtrack. It's just there's this song called Time by Hans Zimmer, which is used in the soundtrack of Inception with Leonardo DiCaprio. And then there's also what? What's so funny? You love Inception. I knew you were going to bring that up. <laughs> you and Inception. So, no, listen, because I have not watched Inception. That's the one Leonardo DiCaprio movie I probably will never watch. Because when a trailer came out, I was like, this looks dumb. I'm sorry. It's good. Um, and then I don't remember the name of the song. It honestly might be the same song. But he also has a track from Interstellar. Which I didn't watch until... Didn't watch that either. I just watched that recently <laughs> on the plane flight to Korea. That's when I watched it. <clears throat> That's my first time watching it. It's also a very good movie. Um, They're just like in space the whole movie. You're just floating. That's what I heard. <laughs> not, not entirely. However, it is compelling. Um, but yeah, so I really liked the soundtracks of those. And even like I watched a masterclass where he was explaining how he composes. And like, for example, he did a composition for Batman. Not the most recent one, but a previous one. And he actually, and this shows you how music tells a story. He said that the way he composed it was, he said he wanted, I think it was... There was like piano chords and like a lot of sounds in the center. Mm -hmm. And then he had two violins or two sets of violins, two string string ensembles up on the top left and top right of the mix. So it was like bat wings. Oh, that's really cool, actually. That makes me think about when we went to the Melanie Martinez concert. And so like literally not until the end. So I kept smelling stuff and I'm like, someone's smelling really, someone's wearing some really bomb perfume. What's going on? Then I found out later, no, she has these scent machines. She's blasting into the arena. And it's literally like, cause it goes with each song. So she has one song, she's talking about oranges. And so she's blasting orange fragrance. And that's when I realized like, we were like, wait, it smells like oranges in here. She's singing about oranges. That to me was like mind blowing. I was like, I never thought about with music, there's so many ways that you can enhance the experience to make it more than just hearing, but like tickling all your other senses. So like in that case, it's like your ears and your nose. And that was really cool. But okay, next question. So when did you like start getting into music? Like I know, well, they don't know, but I know that you play multiple instruments. This man is very talented. And so what was your first instrument? And was that the instrument that you were like, okay, like I want to play this for my life? Or were you like, mm, not for me? Cause I know like for myself, I'm also a little musical a little bit. Not like him though. Um, I first instrument I ever played, well, of course was the recorder in elementary school not for me um and then i went into middle school and i tried violin and i literally dropped out mid-class so it was a no for me i just like hearing violin so what about you <laughs> so definitely while the guitar ended being the instrument that i really did feel like i'm gonna piss for the rest of my life and i want to become really good at it when i first got it it wasn't that way um when i like i explained before when i first got it around like seven i ended up dropping it just because taking the classes were like a struggle um i just didn't like 
how they were teaching me. And I think one issue with music classes is they always teach you certain tracks. But what interests people is being able to recreate a sound that they've heard before. So you can't like take a class and someone's teaching you how to play Twinkle Twinkle Little Star or some like old classic music. They want to know, okay, I hear songs with guitar on the radio all the time. Can I learn how to play that a little bit? Um, so like I said, I ended up hearing um, this song called I Will Wait, which had very prominent guitar chords. And I was like, I want to learn how to play it. So I sat down and struggled for a long time teaching myself these chords. And that ended up not even being the first song I learned because it was it actually had something called a bar chord in it, which is a little more complicated for someone who's just beginning. So I ended up learning first how to play Autumn Leaves by Ed Sheeran. That was the first song I ever learned. Um, and it's Autumn Leaves. <laughs> And so hush, not wait, is that the mm -hmm. song? Is that the song? Yes, that is. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, um, so I learned how to play that, which is like a finger style song. And then I learned how to play I Will Wait later, later, a little later on. And learning those songs and a bunch of other songs is actually how I remembered guitar chords because I would know, okay, I've been playing this song over and over. I know how to do it. Now, what are they called? And so do it that way. Okay, quick. Um is an interception, is that a word? I'm intercepting you, okay. Yeah, so how do you feel? Cause you brought up Ed Sheeran and I know he's one of your inspirations. How do you feel about the fact that everybody thinks he's trash now? Um, like I literally was on TikTok and people were just like, ooh, not Ed Sheeran on your playlist, but it was an old Ed Sheeran song, but they were still like, why would he have Ed Sheeran? Cause like apparently, cause uh, like, you know, it's kind of like Taylor Swift and how like she was country and then she switched to pop. And everybody was like, what was this? Like you were just really, really country. And so people are kind of viewing Ed Sheeran the same way. Like you were literally like Ed Sheeran, you had your own genre. And then you switched to this like real pop Afro beats kind of situation yeah. now. And now people don't really view him in the same kind of talented way they viewed him before. So I have three things to say about that. One, Ed Sheeran's been working with Afrobeats since the beginning. Mm -hmm. This isn't new. Yeah. He's been making like little rap songs and even his song, You Need Me, I Don't Need You, it has a 50 Cent song in there. It's remixed. That kind of makes sense though because he's from the UK and a lot of Africans are in the UK. So a lot of the rap scene is ex is like infused with African beats and the way of rapping and et cetera. Like Stormzy and him go way back. And Stormzy's a very like afro uk rapper and they go way back um but other than that too um while he started out doing acoustic stuff he didn't really want to transfer into pop but he did because i read his book and he said that pharrell was the one who like introduced him to the song sing it was like i want you to try to the song and he didn't like it at first but pharrell kind of like showed him you know while you're talented in one area that you know how to do, you're able to do other stuff. So give it a shot. And so he tried it and he liked it and he's very good at it. And three, they can say that like, you know, why is it you know your playlist? Right now he's like the number one person streaming on Spotify right now. He's number one. You can't exactly argue against that and say like, you know, cause he's, he's liked by the masses. So it's kind of like, yeah, I feel like it's definitely an American thing because people in the UK definitely still have respect for him and all over the world. He's still known as Ed Sheeran, but it's like an American thing where it's like, ooh, you turned to pop. Ugh, you're not Ed Sheeran anymore. But I feel like even with his pop songs, they still are Ed Sheeran songs. They don't sound like basic pop, but he still puts himself into it to where it's like, no, there he goes, his guitar. That's him. That's his style of playing guitar. 
even on his tour right now he still does the same like he recreates his song with the loop pedal he's still showing his bass talents which is what he did from the beginning when he got really popular was using the loop pedal and making everybody excited about it but also what i meant to say for my number three was he um dang it i lost it okay go ahead <laughs> I was going to say, and now other artists are using loop pedals now in their concerts after him, like Ariana Grande used a loop pedal in her recent album, live version of it. Yeah, it's very useful. I didn't know anything about it until he did it. I remember when like, it started showing at his concert and everybody was like, whoa, what is that? That's so cool. Anyways, moving on from Ed Sheeran, because this isn't an Ed Sheeran <laughs> episode. We could talk about Ed Sheeran all day. Um, but... My next question would be, what are some, well, not, that'll be my second question. So what genres do you like to listen to versus what you like to make? So in terms of genres to listen, that would be, that would be mostly anything, to be honest. I've, I've listened to anything that just catches my ear and is appealing to listen to. I will say I tend to stray away from basic production unless the vocals are really really profound um like i wouldn't mind hearing a ballad from ed sheeran over just piano but if you're gonna sing with just piano your vocals have to really really shine to me but outside of that you could have very minimal vocal quality or even no vocals if the beat is really really made very well because i like listening to production i like hearing a bunch of different sounds i like not knowing what's coming next um and so a lot of the music i listen to doesn't follow the verse chorus verse chorus bridge chorus structure a lot of it is very verse verse chorus long drawn out outro it's it's a lot of changing um that makes me appreciate how much work uh, and that's really what makes me like a track is when I'm listening to it and I'm thinking like it would take me hours to make this. That's what makes me really like a track. The genres though. Oh, so. <laughs> so the genre for that would be alternative and indie. Um, but also is, is that for what you produce or what you just like? That's actually both. I produce and I like listening to alternative and indie in terms of what else I produce I dabble a little bit in, um, I like to add hip hop elements into the alternative indie. And then in terms of the music I listen to, I more so listen to stuff that is like R&B and alternative indie, folk, opera, even um, old time classical, a lot of different stuff. Okay, and my next question would be, what are some bands or artists that are your favorite? Aside from Ed Sheeran, because we already know that's his inspiration. So aside from Ed Sheeran, what are some other artists that you really like? Mainstream and more independent. So independent would probably be Eden. And I like... I like, yeah, Eden, and I've, I'm getting into more into Breakins's, he's an artist as well, Breakins, his production styles, I really like his take on production in general. I would say mainstream, definitely Black Bear, mainly because he has a, he still has a very alternative sound, but he's learned a way to switch it into a mainstream structure so that he can, you know, amass a higher following but still like his, his production very much. Any bands? For bands, I would probably say Fall Out Boy for sure. 
Yeah, that's his favorite band. He can listen to Fallout Boy literally all day, every day. Fallout Boy. Um, I can't say I'm a super huge fan of My Chemical Romance just because I feel like I don't know enough. Um, but I know a lot of the tracks. Is is Young Blood considered a band? I don't think so. Okay, well then not him then. Um, probably Imagine Dragons for sure. I like them too. I can't really think of any more bands aside from Maroon Five. That's about it. Even though nobody likes Maroon Five right now because Adam Levine cheating on his wife, his pregnant wife. But um. <laughs> but okay, so he's gonna be back. He has to go. Well, luckily he works from home, so he's doing like remote stuff. He's gonna clock in real quick. So I guess I can talk about music right now. I guess I'll talk about my favorite artist. So for me, genre-wise, I am more of a um, musical theater, love theater. For soundtracks, he was saying that. I was like, yeah, that's cool and all, but like imagine you're doing a movie and it involves singing. Then the soundtrack is even more extravagant. So musical theater, I love jazz. I've always loved jazz. I love modern jazz and I love old school jazz. I love neo soul and I'm, I, I'm starting to get into folk a lot more. I didn't realize I knew so many folk songs that I liked until recently. So I would include folk in that as well. Um, for artists, so I kind of grew up listening to Musical theater, I would say, because my parents, especially my dad, my dad has like a palette of like, you would think he's in the music industry for how many different genres of music he knows about and likes. And so I just always grip around all different kinds of genres of music. And so because of that, I just have to where like, I can listen to pretty much anything, but what I would prefer is usually jazz, musical theater type songs and folk music basically um but yeah for artists so in high school i was definitely of a punk rock girl and i still here and there i listen to it a lot so like i listen to fall out boy i listen to sleeping with sirens pierce the veil i listen to of mice and men i love paramore still love paramore i think paramore is supreme um the fact that like all these years they've like still been hitting it every single time with their music. No matter if they change it, they could go hard punk to full on pop music, to Afro beats, it doesn't matter. Like anything that they do, she could change all the members in the band and it still doesn't matter because it's still like great music. So Paramore for sure. Um, who, I was just listing punk stuff, but like aside from punk, who do I like? I've been really into that Japanese artist. <laughs> Fuji Kazi, is that his name? Oh my gosh, his songs are good. Um, I'm forever a One Directioner, forever a Directioner, forever Harry Styles. Um, some of his music is not hitting though. I'm gonna be real honest. Like some of it is, and some of it just it's not it's not hitting. Um, I love Hone. That was my first ever concert. Beautiful concert. Liana Lahavas, she is like phenomenal, talented woman. So that's one of my favorites. I love Eloise. I love her. I think her is so talented. It's not even like I like her music per se. I only like like one, two or three of her music, but I feel like her music honestly doesn't display her actual talent. And that's why I like when she does live performances where she's just like, she may be covering a song or she's doing a rendition of her song that's different from what's actually like a studio version. I just think she's so talented. We watched her do the Beauty and the Beast live and it was so good. She's so beautiful. I just I just love her. Um, but yeah, those are like a few little people. I feel like I mainly just said punk rock bands, but yeah. Baby, you want to talk a bit? 
I was just gonna add because I didn't really I wasn't like thinking it's hard to think of songs and artists on the top of your head but I really like Hobo Johnson oh he put me on that I love Hobo Johnson <laughs> and Jeremy Zucker Hobo Johnson and Jeremy Zucker I also love Jeremy Zucker those are like the two people we bond with besides fallout boy everything else i'm like my music your music my music <laughs> so i hobo johnson i like him because of his refreshing take on music and with jeremy zucker his vocals are very nice but i definitely like him more for his production because i feel like without that i wouldn't be as drawn in to his music Okay, so it's getting to that 20-minute mark, and I usually like to keep my episodes around that time. So for the last thing, I would like you to share your socials. Um, talk, um, did you just release a single? Yes. Oh, what's the name of it? The name of the single is Corniche. Tell me, oh, spell it out, actually. C-O-R-N-I-C-H-E. And spell out your musician name again. It's N dot space w-o-l-f all right and so that is also for your social medias or my social media would be n wolf music and that's wolf with an e at the end of it so n-w-o-l-f-e music and i have a you have a photography page yes yes my photo page is the same thing it's n wolf photos okay and do you have any musician friends that you'd like to shout out so I have my twin brother. He makes music as well under the name Ilias, which is I-L-I-A-S. And then I also have my friend Rome, who makes music as well. He has some tracks under Fair Minds, F-A-I-R, Minds, and under Rome Aries, which is R-O-M-E-A-R-E-S. Anybody else? Um, I also have a friend named Talio that makes music, but he hasn't put anything on Spotify just yet. Aw, Talio, get on it, please. <laughs> what about you? Oh, so I also have a friend named Shri. She just released something, but it's not on Spotify yet. Not him forgetting you. Well, because it wasn't on Spotify. Nah, he forgot you. I'm sorry, girl. <laughs> so it's on Spotify. It's a song called Healed. Um, I'm not not on Spotify on SoundCloud called Healed and it's under the name Blue B-L-U-E alright and so that's it for today's episode I would please 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 love it if you give this podcast a review also give us a follow on Instagram at The Afternoon Community you just type it in just like the podcast is and thank you guys for listening see you next time there's no replacing